guys. It is another episode of Breakfast with the Boys. It's Wednesday, February the 10th. Good morning, fellas. We have a special guest, uh, international DJ sensation and uh, absolute beauty, Dex Arson, with us today. He's going to actually sit in for Jay Guacamole today, who is on his way to L.A. to see his brother, his brother's friends with one of those TikTok guys that lives <laughs> in a TikTok house. So he's going to see his brother in like a TikTok house. But Dex, what's going on, buddy? Cheers, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning, buddy. Thanks morning. for coming. Wow, um, fucking excited know, to be here. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. It's always a good time getting together. Usually I run into you at like Grand Central or some shit like that, and we're pretty much half cut, but it's good to see you here in a morning <laughs> setting. Now, uh, Super Bowl, what did you think this year? I mean, the the Tampa Bay fans, I think they were pretty loud for the capacity that they were actually allowed to do. I thought the 20,000, while it sucks, in a sense, was pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I like I was at the studio tracking some vocals, but we had the game on on the TV, so I, I saw I, I saw most of it. I just seven rings, insane man. Tom Brady is the greatest. Like, I mean, there's not even a team that has seven rings. Tom Brady is better than the. He's NFL. got more than any franchise. But and you'd, you'd have be- to be an idiot to pick against him. I Fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like it's ten, ten. Was it ten Super Bowls he's been to, and he's won seven out of ten? Yeah, seven out of ten. He's batting seven hundred. Imagine dude. saying he was going to lose by two possessions in his forties. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's 43 years old. He just did it. Jack thought he was finished. He thought Mahomes was going to crush him. He was taking the, the Chiefs by two touchdowns. And the whole game, his job is just on the floor. Like, you can't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. No. Absolutely unacceptable. Um, and one thing I thought was a little lacking this year, other than the ratings, which were their lowest since 2007. Um, and I think it is. It's like, you know, I, I don't like to get into this stuff too much, but it's like ever since they made sports so political people just turn it off like most people don't want to actually hear that so i think that probably did it and uh did you see the weekend's halftime performance did you like I, that jack i did uh, I, i'm not oh, into sorry, the weekend. Sorry. no 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 Dex, no Dex. go ahead let us know yeah it was different that's for sure yeah i, I didn't know. like it like i enjoyed shakira and j-lo the year before much better i wanted shakira I'm not really a big <laughs> fan of the weekend. I mean, I know you guys are Canadian. I'm here in the States, but he just doesn't really do it for me. Me He's either, man. Of, no, I'm with you. And, and it, I don't remember him having that like Michael Jackson Prince vibe to him. Where did that come from? This is new. This is a new thing he did. He actually, he made an appearance. Uh, I think it was, was it the Grammys or something? He made an appearance on stage and he had bandages all over his head and, and stuff. And he was just kind of like, a little breadcrumb trail, I guess, leading up to this Super Bowl halftime performance. I don't really okay. know. I don't know if this is a new thing that he's going for, but uh, it's creative, but not my cup of tea. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, man, it is weird. It was it was like creepy to see him looking like that. I, yeah. I wasn't feeling it. I thought the set was cheap. I didn't think it was like... You know, it felt like a, a different Super Bowl vibe this year. The commercials were pretty fire, though. I like they were hit and miss. I wish they didn't have Cardi B in that Wayne. The skip the dishes commercial or whatever it was. Yeah, they dropped the ball so bad. Oh my god, that was so cringe. Yeah, that was cringe. I liked. uh, I could deal with the Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher one. I liked that one. uh, That was cheesy. 
yeah it was cheesy but it was like i got it it made me kind of think of that 70s show i was like every time i see those two they're like a famous couple i can stand like usually i see famous couples and i'm like oh i fucking hate them just because they're everywhere but i don't know man i was i was uh i was kind of underwhelmed with this year's super bowl the game couldn't have been more one-sided either um it was crazy man it's sad like usually the super bowl was a much bigger thing what i mean you were just in the studio most years there's like a big event and shit going on um would you have been in the studio regardless what are we working on right now um uh, right now i'm just i'm working on a whole bunch of different stuff Uh, i took a little bit uh, of a break from just for making my classic EDM like house and dubstep and stuff uh, because we did build the studio in September. It's something I've always wanted to do. Um, and just, uh, you know, for the last 10, just North of 10 years, I've been working just on my laptop on the couch or, you know, behind the, the bar or whatever in my bed. Uh, so it's nice to have a space where, you know, the sound is great. I can, you know, I have instruments at my fingertips so I can just yeah be as creative as I possibly can. So it's, it's nice. Sure. Yeah, man. And exactly. And you were saying is you do uh, you play your own instruments and, and everything else. Right. So are you thinking yes, of possibly blending that EDM in with some like guitar, some some sort of like, are you do you plan on meshing the two genres kind of thing maybe for the next project or is the next project going to be solely like instrumental? Oh, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm mashing some stuff. I'm, I've been working on doing a little bit of metal with some dubstep, too, because those fuck yeah, yeah. Th- those go together very nicely. So, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's been some artists that, that have been doing it, but it's, yeah, it's just a whole different vibe. And it's, yeah, man, must be a lot of fun to sit down and, and go through it. And I'm not sure if you guys saw this, but we're going to roll this video right now. It is a guy... Um, he comes into the courtroom. It's two lawyers and a judge, and he had he had the, the fucking filter out of the cat. McLovin, roll the clip. I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, and the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh guys, did you see him? Like he told the oh, judge, yeah. he goes, he goes, I'm not a cat. Yeah, That's- I'm not a cat. I mean, my nephew, when he plays with my phone, he, like, changes those filters and stuff. I don't even know how to do them. Apparently, that guy's in the same boat as me because if my nephew turned on the cat filter, I'd be doing breakfast with the boys in a cat filter. Yeah, you're terrible. I get that shit off my phone. Yeah, so there's, there's a point when you just kind of say, fuck it, and you got to roll with it. That's the problem, though, with, like, half of these people that are that have to work from home, like like lawyers and, you know, well, the judges, I think, are actually in the courtroom Yeah, because they have to be, but... Like you put all these people at home that have never touched a laptop in their life that are like past the, the point in their life where they give a shit to learn about technology. Oh, at all. yeah. So they can't figure anything out and they don't care to figure anything out because the, I mean, they have to, but it's just there's no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, no, exactly, man. It's funny, too. And it's like the uh, the homeschool, like I got kids, right? So the homeschooling, like what a disaster, man. The teacher has no control. Like these kids are animals, man. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, And like the teachers are like, don't have any idea how to like use the technology either. Like, I think, I don't know if she's older or just not technologically great because I only could just hear, but it's funny, man. Like listening to people straight up struggle with the technology 
technology. And uh, yeah, it's weird, man. Like I was working from home before we even got too dead to, to keep that going. And, and it's a weird vibe, man. But like in Niagara, everything else, like everyone I know that works at the casino, like and stuff like that, right? I mean, it's been closed since friggin' uh, December, January, basically down there just because of the season, let alone Corona. So, man, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, man. Speaking of crazy, Jack, I guess you're really into this Britney Spears documentary. Why don't you tell us about that? Uh, I actually have not watched the documentary, but I mean, Britney Spears is trending on Twitter with three different hashtags right now because apparently some documentary came out and now people are like, defend Britney Spears because apparently she was like, oh, this is for her dad, her dad. Because when she went crazy and like shaved her hair off, what happened was like her dad like basically took like legal like a surety of her. So like essentially, I'm pretty sure like he just like controls her. Like I think like it's up to him that she's like doing the stay in Vegas because it keeps her in one city because it keeps the kids safer if she's not traveling kind of thing. Like I think he like uses the power now like against her to like to run shit so yeah, i don't like, think she can leave the house no can like she? i'm pretty I, sure he's like he's like he's got her like trapped there yeah man it's like really fucked up the court gave him like some unbelievable powers for her to be able to keep her kids and like he won't relinquish them and it's like they don't really seem all too willing to give them up yet either so um I- i'm really looking forward to checking it out i gotta find uh, i gotta find that documentary yeah uh, i'm gonna Jack. watch the shit out of that yeah so maybe- should i start like tweeting like free britney yeah maybe man unless unless we don't want her freed we got to see what her dad's saving her from right maybe she's a, <laughs> maybe she's nuts I think like I'm pretty sure this has been happening for a while. Like the I saw uh, this like article a little while ago that was uh, she was posting on like Instagram and stuff like videos of her and stuff. And somebody commented on it and said, Brittany, uh, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt in your next video. Like if you don't say anything, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt. And then the next post that she did, she took a picture of herself or whatever, and she was wearing a yellow shirt. So everyone started freaking out. What? You know, staying like free Brittany. Like her dad's crazy. He's got her captive. Yes, this has been going on for a little while. Jesus, we might need to, Breakfast of the Boys might need to save Britney Spears. Dude, I will legitimately venture in there and kick her dad's ass. Like, I'll get (laughs) out of there, man. Like, Like, especially if she dresses up the way she did in the Toxic Music video, I'm going. Well, Guacamole J will be in L.A., so I think it's all on him. Yeah, we got to send him out there. That's why he's not here today. And we have Dex cooling with us. Um, great having you by, man. It's been a bit. It's cool to be able to at least catch up, at least in these weird times. Like, at least we're alive during this pandemic and not during the one in 1918. I feel like that would have fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did you do anything then? Like, that must have been really fucked up. Well, that's the, that's the weirdest part, too, because back then, like, they didn't have, like, the kind of transportation and stuff that we have, too, right? And it killed... What was it, like 50 million people or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like Some shit like that. And, and, they, and they didn't have half the shit that we have. So, yeah, definitely definitely choose this one over that one. Nah, man, sure. it's like you're living that country lifestyle back then. Like, you know, you got to walk 10 miles to go see your neighbor and shit like that. It must have been weird. Speaking of country, Luke Bryan. Not sure if you guys are a fan. I'm, I'm a fan. He dropped a new song this week. Uh, it's called Down to One. I liked it. I, I'm a big Luke Bryan guy. Started out pretty hot. I, I don't know. I like all genres of music, man. Like, I like some country in the summertime. This is the time of year. Maybe I'll throw some EDM, something like that. 
that on if I really feel like venturing outside the box of my normal just like rap and rock shit. So I don't know about you guys, but uh, but uh, big big Luke Bryan guy, Jack. He seemed like a country guy. I am a big country guy. I was a big Luke Bryan guy. Maybe he can come on breakfast with the boys and we can hash it out. But he did big time me one time when I met him at a bar. Have not been the same type of Luke Bryan fan since. So, when you say he big timed you, what do you mean? Like what happened? Like did he was he trying to live his everyday life and you just started bothering him or what happened? Well, all right. So I did not do that actually. And other people were. <laughs> okay, but, okay. But I was passing him, like going to the like bathroom or whatever, and there was a line. So I was like, Oh, hey, how's it going, man? And he literally just said, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> okay. Get the that's fuck like, out of here, he said. I, that. Would, I would talk to like anybody in like the line of a bathroom. Yeah, me too. So That's where like, you have the best conversations <laughs> is when you're waiting to take a piss at some dirty old St. Catherine's bar. Like I've had the best conversations of my life. And I felt like especially like, you know, betrayed because I did see him there when we walked in. I didn't go over there and, and annoy the crap out of him. I waited till he like came into the same area as me. And I was like, what's up? Yeah, you gave him his bubble. Yeah, big time me. Big time, you yeah. hardcore. Big timed by Luke Bryan. That's hilarious. Now, uh, Dex, you've probably done some shows um with yep. some higher profile djs you ever had anybody uh, anybody big time you or anything like that or how's the community like no nah, you know what uh not usually not when you're on like if you're on the lineup usually like because you you go into the green room and you're you know you shoot the shit with the artists and stuff you meet them you talk to them you do a little bit of networking um but i've been in some uh i've been in some pretty pretty rough green rooms before and i've heard the security come in and they're like yeah, you got a couple fans outside that really want to meet you and they straight up just looked at him like do not let them in here no, I don't want to talk to them. And then, and then they just light up a smoke and they just stand there. Don't talk to anybody. They're just sitting there in the corner. And it's just like, they fucking bought tickets to come see you play. And you're just going to fucking cold. Just say hi. You know yeah, what just, that would do? Do you know what that would do to them? If you just said hi and you said, uh, thank you so much for coming and just gave them a hug or something. You got a fan yeah. for life. I've literally seen people cry because their like favorite artist gave them a hug. And then they just sent them on their way. Bye. Have a good night. And that dude, fuck they're set for the year. Yeah, man, two, you're, two you got a fan for life, and it takes two yeah. seconds exactly. Uh, you ever been big timed by anybody, or like, I like, I mean, now that we said like light up a smoke in the corner, like that sounds like that was probably a DJ. That was uh, that was Terra Vida. Yeah, okay. I was in, I was in a green, not to name drop, but I really don't care. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no, like we were in there, and I was just like, hey we, man, I was like, hey man, that was a re that was a really sick set, and he just looked right at me. He's like, do you have a cigarette? And I was like no and then he got a cigarette and then he just looked at me he's like and i was like all right man well we're cool to meet you he's like do you have a lighter and i was like so i give this guy my lighter and he, i just you know he lights his smoke and he didn't answer any of my questions he took my fucking lighter and turned around like, hey, really cool did he at least give you back the lighter he did he didn't pick me so i'll give him okay. that he's not okay. you know wasn't that bad but yeah it was just like i don't know, maybe he was having a bad day i think that was actually when they're just after they uh they had to let go of their their third member so maybe he was in a bad mood i don't know but either or again two seconds just acknowledge somebody yeah man exactly exactly um what's i mean obviously the pandemic we're shut down no this obviously affects what you do um as yeah. far as as live shows and things like that um what did you have anything planned do you have anything planned is there anything virtual you can do or, or, or where are you at as far as performances go um, I've done a couple of uh, online, like virtual music festivals. I just played uh, Unity, 
a couple weeks ago, which was put on by base army Canada. So that was pretty sick, huge roster. There was like, there had to have been like 60 to 80 DJs on there. I said, me and a friend of mine that headlined on the Sunday, it's pretty cool. Uh, basically, I mean, everyone does not to spoil the fun in it or the magic, but it's a, you have to do it this way. Otherwise it's not seamless. So you can do like a pre-recorded set, film it however you want. And then they just basically play the sets in the order up to the headliner, Yeah, man, which that's is, awesome. yeah, you can do it. I mean, so you can watch from home and it's awesome, but like there's the, the thing is with playing live shows as opposed to doing that is like you, you get so much motivation uh, to, like to, to write music when you go to live shows, because the, it's the environment that you're in and the, and just the atmosphere, just something sparks and you just, you want to go home and you want to just get down and start writing. And yeah, unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, nobody's got that right now. So. That's like kind of how you get into EDM too. Cause I was never yeah. really like super into it until I finally went to my first EDM concert and then I was hooked. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of it and like not to sound cliche, but I, I fucking saw Skrillex. Just randomly went to a Skrillex show, which is like who at the time was just massive, massive blown up. Yeah. This is actually, it was actually just before he had blown up. So this is when he was still kind of right after from first to last. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I went to that show. I was like, he's got a computer. It's all he's, it's all he's doing. I'm like, I, I yeah. want to do this. It just looked so fun. And I, I went it's, home and I started learning. <laughs> it's funny, man. Cause like, I don't feel like we're like that old, but like I'm old enough to like remember from first to last. And I always forget that Skrillex was the singer. Yeah, man. That um, blew my fucking mind when I found that out. <laughs> yeah, man. Cause I liked from first to last too. Like that was a dope band. I was into, I was fine with them. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And then for him to be able to spin off and put, you know, I'm not saying he didn't invent it. I'm sure, I'm sure you know more about the history than me, but he definitely put that, uh, what do you call it? Dubstep, I guess. Uh, he put that on. No, he like revolutionized it. It's, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was crazy. Like he, he was the, he was the beginning of an era for sure. Oh, that's wicked, man. That, yeah. that, that's so wicked. That's so wicked. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter. I want to get your perspective on this. I feel like we talk about this all the time. What do you feel of these Jake Paul matches? But first off, we're, we're going to talk about that. But I want to say Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. It just clicked. Is, that the, is this the crackhead bowl? Like, who put those two against each other? Who asked for this? Like, this just feels like something we didn't ask for. There's like bum fights all over again. Right. This is like somebody, somebody was like, hey, somebody probably dangled like either like a sack or like a stack of 20s in front of Aaron Carter. He's like, hey, buddy, you want to want to make this? Exactly. Like I I haven't heard a peep from Aaron Carter in 10 years. Since Aaron's party came out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, it's a good way for both of them to stay relevant, though. Now people are talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. it's true. And speaking of staying relevant, I don't know if you guys caught it this weekend. Um, Jose Canseco, absolute fucking rat scumbag, boxes at Rough and Rowdy, ends up like, I don't know how Barstool didn't have a morality clause in their event, which would be like, everybody knows Jose Canseco is such a scumbag, always trying to just stiff the next person out of money. He's such a rat. The guy gets um, over a million dollars purse from that fight where he didn't even fight did you see that that okay none of that looked real to me by the way no Just, it, that, that was like that was like barstool was like okay we're gonna give you a lot of money and you're gonna fall down and you're not gonna get back up and just even the punches that were thrown just didn't seem like they were 
the guy didn't even land a punch and he was on the ground. Like even Jack and I, the second it happened, Jack, we were saying something smells funny. It mm-hmm. smelled very funny. I think he got paid to take a dive for sure. Yeah. And it was like, before the fight happened, I saw a big cat from their network said like, he was like, I'm, after I beat him, I'm going to come out and punch you. And he's like, yo, you agreed to take a dive. Like he said that, like, as if he was kidding, like making a joke. And then like that happened. And I was like, yeah, something smelled funny there because there's no way he claimed he hurt his shoulder. Like he couldn't have even hurt his shoulder. Like nothing happened. Like that was a, that was a dive. 110. He didn't no, even throw I, a punch. No, was, he got you pull your shoulder. If you don't throw a punch, he like hugged him. It looked like he maybe almost took a punch and then fell down and just, that was it. Yeah, I don't know. What was know, that, like man. 10 seconds or something? Yeah, I think it was five, wasn't it, or something like that? Five or seven or something uh, like that? It was something embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so funny, man. So funny to see But that. again, though, like, just huge payday for somebody who wasn't getting a payday. Yeah, he oh, got exactly. a million bucks. He got a million and bucks because it broke the pay-per-view record. I hope one day someone's like, hey, Dex, do you, do you want to – you want to fight for like a million dollars? Well, I get the shit kicked out of me for a million dollars. You just tell me where to go. You oh, tell me, me what to too, do. Bro. I'll fall. I'll fall down. Yeah, man. I'll get like I won't even. I won't even do what Canseco did. I'll let you just drop me if I'm getting a million bucks. Like I'll, st- I'll, I'll stand up and to, take a beating. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I'll try to fight for a million bucks. I'll try. I put me in there with anyone. I'll try. I mean, even if I get killed, like a million dollars. He didn't even try. That's what just continues that that guy's just such a rat fucking bastard i think uh i think he should be in jail for what he did um speaking of jail i saw Lori lachlan she was locked up wasn't she uh paying for her kids to get into college or something like that she was uh giving she was hitting out handing out bribes yeah giving getting bribes to uh to get her kids into the private schools um so she she served her time now it looks like eh? so that's good yeah, and Bob Saget came out and was like, you know, I still support her. Bob Saget, honestly, the guy gets ragged on on the media like crazy. Like, the internet loves to troll Bob Saget, but he's the nicest guy ever. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. You gotta I love, love Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. Yeah, me too. I'm a Bob Saget guy. Mem- <laughs> yeah, remember Tourette's- big Bob Saget guy. Do you guys remember Tourette's guy? Oh, my, are you kidding me? Remember Bob, Bob Saget? That's oh, what he'd Bob say when he'd get mad? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Saget. Yeah, man, I love me some fucking Bob Saget. It brings me back. It's nostalgic. Um, Nostalgia. There's a Powerpuff Girls live action series coming. Remember Powerpuff Girls? That show was like... What? I can't believe that's happening. So is this going to be like a a live action series or a live action movie? Live action series. It's a series. Okay. Okay, and do we have a roster for the cast? Oh, I don't know if we do have a roster. Hold yet, on, hold we, on. I'm going to find it right here. We definitely got to get the edibles on deck. <laughs> yeah, if I'm watching that, there better be edibles for sure. I'm not watching Powerpuff Girls sober in a sober state of mind. I won't do that. There's some things no, I won't true. do. Like uh, like Meatloaf said, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. That's how I feel about it. Okay, let's see what we got here. Couldn't have said it better. Um, Looking up the power of girls roster. Live action series. Let's see here. Hold on. I used to watch that show all the time when I was when I was little. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I always have it on. And, the- and when I say little, I, I probably was too old to be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game, bro. I like. No. Nah. Yeah. Well, the villains were always so trippy. I liked. Uh, yeah. I liked Sailor Moon too. I don't care what anyone says. I would fuck with the Sailor Moon reboot too. 
Um, Claire Rothrock, Ryan Weir. Ah, I don't really know. Not recognize any of those names? No, not offhand. Not off probably hand. a bunch of people that are going to make it big from being in the Powerpuff Girls live action series. Yeah, that's what I think we're going with here. So, like, shout out to that. I like when they throw shit back. Um, I might check that out. Um, speaking of things you might want to check out, Jack. In your country, I don't think they're doing these in Canada. Burger King, pink burgers for Valentine's Day. Do you, well, nothing says I love you to your sweetheart like a nice pink Whopper. I I don't know about this one. This is a big I don't know about that for me. Yeah, McLovin, put the pink Whopper on the screen here. The people got to see. That thing is fucking rancid looking. I, I don't think I would eat one, to be honest. It just screams food poisoning to me. You wouldn't yeah. do it just to try it? You gotta Maybe try everything. Like, I would try it. I would try it. What I if you love it. it? What if you? What if you're like, oh my god, I'm so sad. This is a limited time only thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, like, does what it, if it taste ends up being the Is it just food coloring? Like, what is this? I imagine it's just food coloring, probably flavorless. It probably still tastes like a Whopper, but I mean, can you get past it? Like, there was people that could handle the green and purple ketchup, and then there was people that, like, you know, there. I would mm-hmm. hear stories growing up, like their family didn't want them having purple ketchup because, no. like, dad, dad was like, no fucking purple ketchup. I don't care. I did not purple, like the colored ketchup. That purple ketchup tasted different. It did taste different. It it tasted that's different. what I'm saying. I don't, care what, I don't care what anybody says. It, it tasted different. So maybe the it Burger King purple. would taste different. And even if it doesn't taste different, it's go, you're going to think it tastes different. It's like that placebo effect. Yeah, because like, it's just it's not supposed to be that color. It's not supposed to be a pink, pink no, burger. No. No, man. It does a- make it funnier. Hilarious. Is man. that a good first date idea, though? Like, you know, get your chick on Tinder or Bumble for Valentine's Day and take her to Burger King for a pink Whopper? <laughs> a little pink and, then, wop- and then go home for a pink Whopper? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's a, that's a deal sealer for sure. Oh, dude, exactly. It's like, I thought it was good idea to get your chick a, a heart-shaped pizza but a pink whopper like pink if whopper. that doesn't get you laid she's not the one nothing exactly. says i love you like a pink whopper no exactly <laughs> nothing says i, I, mean, nothing, I love nothing you says like... nothing says I, I might probably love you one day like a pink whopper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the official uh burger of one night stand that's, yeah, yeah nothing says i'm not gonna call you after tomorrow yeah. like a pink whopper and i hope that a lot of our viewers out there get themselves a pink whopper uh dex you got new music coming. You just built a new studio. Um, love to see it, man. Uh, when do you think you're going to have something new out? That's a good question. Um, I'm working on four different songs at the moment, which are nearing completion. These ones are just uh, just strictly all instruments because I'm uh, I'm just kind of trying to hone in my uh, my mixing and mastering skills uh, for for bands and stuff like that. We are actually it's called Crossfire Studios. Uh, it's just it's in St. Catharines. My business partner and I, uh, Christian Ross, um, are going to be engineering and uh, uh, and running it together ourselves. Um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's wicked though. Full full size studio, so we're going to be open to to the public now. The the COVID uh, restrictions actually, which is uh, funny. Um, I don't think really apply to the studio because technically we are a, a business that, you know, like musicians need production to is allowed. Yeah. Production yeah. is allowed. Cause I saw there was some girl in Niagara. I don't know if you saw her in St. Catherine. She had a barber shop and then she yeah. just like set up a white screen and had like someone taking photos and was like, 
well, no, we're a production studio. Yeah. Like she's got the scissors still in her hand. Yeah. She's like some Italian chick. Now we owe a lot of write, money. Yeah, the cops write near like a fifteen thousand dollar ticket. She's like, write a ticket somewhere else, jerk off. Like <laughs> I was awesome. She's yelling at the content. Cops. It was awesome, man. I loved it. She had the camera roll, and that's the stuff we like to see. Um, I didn't. I didn't see that. I saw the. I saw the article and I read about it, but I didn't actually see that. Oh, that's dude, the video was hilarious. classic, bro. She was legit so upset. She wanted badge numbers. She was going off. It was. Awesome. Oh, I love that when they asked the badge numbers. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, man. You know what? I can't wait to just get through winter. Now that we've had a summer of COVID, we saw you know outdoor dining and shit work. It'll just be nice to be able to get places open again, man. Be able to see people yeah. you really need that human to human interaction man i'm glad that you can at least open up the studio and uh, and make magic happen for people because like you said musicians and shit they got to work too and it's been a tough time i know personally we're trying to put together some sort of festival like virtual festival for the summertime man so i'm gonna call you for that for sure yeah i mean if you need a, a place to do it we got a full-size dead room and Hell yeah, man. Maybe that's something we'll have to talk about uh, off Absolutely. the air here, man. But uh, let the people know where they can find you on your social media and that. And then we'll uh, we'll let you get your day going here. You know, uh, appreciate you coming by so early. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah, you can find me on my socials, uh, just Dex Arson on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, and you can check out the studio at uh, crossfirestudios.ca. There's a big gallery up there. And yeah. Love it, man. Crossfirestudios.ca. If you're looking to make the music happen, nobody makes the music happen better than Dex Arson, buddy. Thanks for coming by. Jack, thanks for stopping by, buddy. You're a Thank content you, machine, buddy. Take care. <laughs>